Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Good morning. It is the month of May. We are in the fifth month of 2021 and we are in the ninth month of our study of the 10 this year and we are studying about thou shalt not bear false witness. I'm going to make this a quick little study this morning of how that we can bear false witness without actually appearing in a courtroom. I think about Jesus himself and the fact that false witness was born about him before the magistrates that finally led to Calvary. They testified that he had blasphemed, saying he was God, which actually was not blasphemy in the first place. It was truth, saying that he could rear up the temple in three days, which was actually truth, not blasphemy. But there was false witness born about him in court. But have you ever thought about the fact that there were false rumors about this Jesus that went on all throughout his life that finally led to that courtroom or that I'm going to say a false courtroom, a fake trial. Uh, It was certainly an unlawful trial of Jesus, but it was nevertheless a bearing of false witness in court against Jesus. But there were there were a lot of false things said about the Christ prior to the actual courtroom. There were rumors. Do we have a problem today in our Christian lives about rumors? Do we have um, a problem sometimes with folks repeating things before they actually know the truthfulness of them? Well, the golden rule of Matthew seven twelve should be back of every question when I'm thinking about, should I repeat this information? The golden rule is so, it's goals in helping us as Christians make our decisions about our words and actions. We should do unto others as we would that they do unto us. We teach that to our children as as, um, early as we can as Christian parents, but we sometimes fail in our application of that across the board when we grow up, especially when we're thinking about the words that we repeat about other people. So the golden rule is a great... um, prohibitor of what occurred in 1 Timothy 5. We read about the younger widows refuse, for when they have begun to wax wanton against Christ, they will want to marry. So he's saying, don't feel like as a congregation that you need to support financially the younger widows. Having condemnation because they have cast off their first faith. That means the widows that are able to remarry and work, you don't feel like you have to support them because you need to encourage them to not be idle. Because verse 13, with all, they learn to be idle, wandering about from house to house, and not only idle, but tattlers also and busybodies speaking things which they ought not 
I will, therefore, that the younger women marry, bear children, guide the house, give none occasion to the adversary to speak reproachfully, for some are already turned aside after Satan." We should be, as Christian women, whether we are widows or not, we should be busy in the service of the Lord. I, I think uh, we read that idleness is the devil's workshop in secular writings. It's not anywhere in those words in the Bible, but certainly the concept is right here in these verses. We need to be sure that we don't have so much time on our hands that we are going about spreading false rumors about other people. So, the golden rule is one prohibitor of the spreading of false rumors. Another prohibitor is being busy in the service of the Lord. I simply don't have time to get into all the pettiness of spreading gossip about other people if my objective is to be busy serving the Lord. And how I serve the Lord, Matthew 25, is serving those people around me who have needs. So as I look at this... Number two on page 119, if you're in the book, it says the next way we can bear false witness is when we spread unverified rumors. Sometimes this happens in the body, and sadly, sometimes this happens against faithful teachers of God's Word. And that certainly happened in um, Paul's life as he was trying to defend his apostleship in a couple of the New Testament letters where people were spreading false rumors about him as a teacher. What questions should you ask about your rumor before speaking something negative about someone? Make a list and we will discuss this in our groups. And this is kind of one of our venues to discuss things in a group. So should Matthew 5, Matthew 7, the golden rule, be back of every, really every one of these questions? So I'm going to give you my four simple questions and then you bring yours to the podcast, to our group discussions. First of all, I should determine, do I have the right story? Is my information that I'm thinking of speaking is it accurate? Do I know that it is accurate? Has it been verified? Number two, so the right story. Number two, will the telling have the right result? Right story first, right result. That is, will someone be helped towards spiritual growth or heaven as a result of telling? That's my aim in this life, is to help others go to heaven. That's why Jesus came, to seek and to save that which was lost. And that's why I'm here, is to help people go to heaven. So will the telling of this have that result? Right story, right result, right motive inside of me. You know, something could have the right result and still be poisonous inside of me if I'm telling it for the wrong reason. If I want to hurt someone, you know, sometimes the right result can come from the wrong action. So after I determine if this will have the right result, I'm going to determine if I'm telling it for the right motive. Is the reason I want to tell it heaven? Is the reason I want to tell it the strengthening of the body? Is the reason inside of me, regardless of the result, is the reason inside of me poisonous? Is it something that 
comes from a cancer of a bad attitude or envy or jealousy? Or is the motive inside of me love for that person? And fourthly, do I have the right listener? Is the person I'm telling the right person to effect a positive change toward heaven? Now, if it's the elders, I'm probably in the right place. If it's someone who's very close to this person who will want to help this person, I may be in the right place. But if it is someone who will take this information and never use it to the strengthening of a soul toward heaven, or someone who will take this information and use it even to the detriment of the person involved, then I'm not going to tell it. I'm going to be sure that I have these four questions in line before I repeat damaging or negative information about anyone. Do I have the right story? Will the telling have the right results? Do I have inside of me the right motive? And am I repeating it to the right listener? You know, I'm going to say a lot less negative about people around me if I'm thinking about all four of those, if I'm lining up all four of those things before I repeat negative information about people around me. Do I have the right story? Will I have the right result? Do I have the right motive? And do I have the right listener? I'm telling you what, if you put those four things into practice, our, our bodies, our congregations of Christ will be more content, happier places. But more importantly, they will be places that will help people go to heaven. So thank you for listening. I hope you have a great time as we study um, Thou Shalt Not Bear False Witness, remembering that false witness is born in courtroom situations, but false witness is born prior to those situations through the spreading of rumors. And we will study more about that as we go along. Have a great day.